Welcome to MLB.com Extras Blue Jays edition. I'm Britt Giroli, here with BlueJays.com reporter Gregor Tizong. Gregor, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Looking forward to delving into some of this Blue Jays stuff. We know that they've squared away one of their biggest issues, hiring a manager. And now we're hearing that they have interest in bringing back Jay Happ. Um, is that something that is realistic that they could possibly do, Gregor? Or is that the, you know, early November rumors that just kind of get thrown against the wall at this time of year? Uh, yeah, there's no doubt there's going to be interest in, in Jay Happ. I mean, it's something that Ross Atkins talked about at the end of the regular season. Uh, he confirmed it again uh, yesterday at the GM meetings. Um, you know, the Blue Jays would like to bring him back to the organization. It's something they've done once before where they traded him away and brought him back and re-signed. Now, the question is, is you know, how realistic is all of this? Well, the Blue Jays do have the money and the flexibility to get a deal done. There's no question there. Uh, but realistically, Jay Happ is 36 years old. Um, he's got... Uh, interest from several contending teams, including the Yankees. And this is really going to be his last kick of the can at a multi-year deal uh, to sign with, with a really good team and pursue the postseason. And, you know, the Blue Jays are still in the midst of a rebuild right now. And the question is, does he want to spend his final two, three years of his career uh, playing for a young team like that? Or does he want to go back to New York where uh, you've got an all-star laden team there uh, w- with a realistic shot of the World Series? So, you know, this is ultimately going to come down to what Jay Happ wants. I- I'd be surprised if he's back, but there's no question that he's going to be willing to listen to them at the very least because of the time and respect that he has for the organization. And we also kind of heard this week from Atkins, right, that they would prefer to kind of go that trade route over – getting into free agency, obviously some big name free agents out there. Um, Why do you think the Blue Jays might be more willing to go that trade route? And obviously there's going to be some prospects like Vlad Guerrero Jr. that, that are deemed untouchable, but do they have the prospects to kind of make some moves happen that way? Yeah, it's kind of funny because Atkins said he would like to avoid uh, free agency one day before he confirmed the interest in Jay Happ. So, you know, these things really can change day by day. But, uh, you know, I, I think the reason why Atkins said that is because he knows that this free agent market is going to be slow to play out. Uh, I mean, the Blue Jays realistically aren't in on any of those top free agent starting pitchers unless you want to consider them a, a realistic candidate for Jay Happ. Uh, but they're not going to be in on, on the Nathan Eovaldi's and Dallas Keuchel's of the world. Um, they're going to be shopping in that secondary and third tier market on guys on, on relatively short term deals. And typically those type of contracts aren't usually signed until uh, December or sometimes even January. So I, I think he knows he's got some time with that. And so what he really wants to do is spend these first couple of weeks of the offseason exploring the trade market. And since the Jays need two starters anyways, I think it's realistic that one comes via trade, the other comes via free agency. I have a hard time believing they're going to be able to avoid free agency entirely. Uh, I think they're going to need to sign somebody for that rotation when it's all said and done. Um, but right now, I think you are going to see over the next couple of weeks um, as other teams kind of make the market clear about who's available and who's not, um, I think you're going to see the Jays really try to dip in there uh, and, and come up with an, with another candidate for, for the mid-rotation piece that they've been looking for. And in that same vein, Gregor, you wrote recently about some free agents that could fit the Blue Jays. Um, can you take us through some of those names and, and guys that maybe Blue Jays fans should be paying attention to this winter that could make sense for next year's team? Yeah, you know, the one interesting bounce back candidate, not so much for this year, but it's more of a long term play is, is, you know, Garrett Richards, uh, you know, a guy who 
Um, you know, recently had Tommy John last year, so he's going to miss the bulk of, of the next season. But uh, and he really has had trouble staying healthy now for the past three years. Uh, but when he has been actually been on the mound, uh, there's been no questioning the stuff. And so the Blue Jays could look and, and, and try and make an investment there where you essentially pay him this year uh, for next year's service time uh, is essentially what it is in a two-year deal. So you could look at something like that. Uh, the Jays have been strongly linked to Trevor Cahill so far, uh, a guy who really enjoyed a bounce back season uh, with the A's last year and, and it reestablished some value um, and probably someone who you can get realistically on a two-year deal. And I think that's something the Blue Jays are looking more to do is keep it relatively short term. Uh, even though you've got guys like Vladimir Guerrero, Bo Bichette, uh, you know, on the way and, and that window of opportunity for the Jays uh, really doesn't start for a couple of years from now. I don't think you're going to see a, a major investment in a starter that's going to be here necessarily five years. I think it's still going to be a pretty similar approach to, to what they did last year when they signed Jaime Garcia to a one year deal. Uh, and with the plan that he was going to become a, a July trade target. Uh, and I think that's going to be a similar approach this offseason where, where they go out and get a veteran guy uh, on a short-term deal and, and maintain their future flexibility as well. And, of course, it's been just over a week since they did add manager Charlie Montoyo. As expected, Gregor, when you bring in a new manager, a lot of times the coaches are in flux. Um, take us through what's going on and, and what's still kind of to be decided when it comes to Montoyo's staff. Yeah, Brooke Jacoby's out as hitting coach and, and Tim Leeper's out uh, as the first base coach. And, and Tim Leeper was also in, in charge of base running and outfield defense. And Atkins in the past is, has been uh, somewhat outspoken about uh, the Blue Jays' inability on, on the base pass and, and just overall defensive issues that they've had. So it, it's not surprising um, that after last year's offensive struggles, both of those two uh, are out. Um, but what's a little surprising is that beyond that, the Jays might be keeping a, a relatively similar coaching staff. Uh, I mean, they haven't made anything official yet, but it certainly looks like Pete Walker uh, is going to be back as the pitting, pitching coach. Uh, Dane Johnson looks like it's going to be back um, as the bullpen coach. And, and so far, it remains to be seen what happens with the Marlowe Hale. Uh, but Louis Rivera looks like he's coming back. Um, as well. So, you know, overall, the, this this staff isn't going to change quite as much. And, and, you know, that could work to Montoyo's benefit because this is a guy who, who didn't come up through the Blue Jays coaching ranks. He came up through the Rays coaching ranks. And you know, he's got his work cut out for him this offseason um, to just familiarize himself with the Blue Jays organization and having a few familiar names. Uh, around with him in the dugout certainly will help. But, you know, if Hale doesn't come back, it'll be interesting to see who he picks as his right-hand man uh, in the dugout. Uh, but outside of that, it looks like this this coaching staff's really coming together now. And player personnel-wise, Gregor, you, know, you kind of hear a lot of trade rumors this time of year. Marcus Stroman is one of those. But um, Ross Atkins kind of definitively took a stance on that, right, um, earlier this week about the direction and whether or not they'd be willing to trade Stroman. Yeah, for sure. And I think some of it's game gamesmanship, but what he basically said to, to our Mark Feinstein actually was, uh, you know, we like Marcus Stroman uh, more than any other team in, in the major leagues. And, you know, maybe there will be a team that, that likes him more than the Blue Jays by the end of this offseason that would really catch Atkins off a uh, guard. But, um, you know, the Blue Jays like him more than anybody else. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think some of that's gamesmanship. Uh, I think some of the other part of that is just the reality of the situation. I, I mean, if this was a year ago, Marcus Stroman had all kinds of trade value. Uh, he's still uh, a valuable commodity, uh, but his stock 
isn't what, what it was 12 months ago. Uh, and that's because he he's really coming off a down season, uh, one that was plagued by a uh, shoulder injury, uh, you know, recurrence of the blister issues that, that he's been dealing with. Um, and so his, his value's taken a hit and the Blue Jays can't get the, you know, package of prospects that um, they could have before. And so, uh, you know, I, I think trade talks surrounding Stroman are really going to heat up. I, I don't think it's going to be this offseason, uh, but I think uh, at next year's trade deadline, there's a really good chance that if he has a strong season, he's going to be one of the top uh, starters available at the market because with two years of control left, that just isn't long enough. Uh, to really match him up with with the wave of prospects the Blue Jays have coming. The timelines just don't add up. Right. Well, interesting stuff as always, Gregor. Sounds like there will be plenty of storylines to follow coming out of Toronto this winter. Um, We will be certain to keep yourself posted and go to BlueJays.com. Make sure you're following Gregor on all of those social media outlets. Gregor, thanks so much for joining us here on MLB.com Extras.